Show Podcast. I'm your host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. Welcome to the Post Show Podcast. Black Republican, Black Democrat. Patwin, every single week we have a lively, lively show. We do. No different this week. Yeah. No different this week. You know, seriously, let me say again, I, I thank Stan, our producer, doing the show. I got to thank you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been, what have we been together? Four weeks now? Yeah. 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 And um, it's it's actually seriously been a pleasure to, yeah, it's been to fun. have you here. It's been fun every week. And I didn't know because you know how you're always on a different management. When you're in a new management, you're kind of uh, uh, leery of w- the results, right? Yeah. And um, I-, I was extremely happy that uh, our chemistry worked. Well, I mean, Pat and, Pat and I knew each other prior to the show, of course, yeah. but we didn't get along. But then Pat went and I, he was That was on, Jamar's fault. It was. He was on, he, he was on the show. You admitted it. Wow. He was on the show. Because, uh, you know, I, I didn't give you a chance. No, I, I didn't. Um, Pat was on our show when uh, Don and I host. No, I'm sorry. So that means but, you have to give Trump a chance. No, hell no. Uh, <laughs> with Priya and I were on the show, he was a guest. And I dropped him off at home. And he and I, we spent a good 45 minutes in the car in front of his yeah. house talking. And really, 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 I got to know this dude, and I said, oh, man, this is a really good guy, seriously. So I want to say thank you yeah, thank um, for you. putting up with me and, um, you know, just for being a part of the show. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Um, I think, like we were saying, though, Pratt, I think, again, we get away from the, the things that seem to matter mm-hmm. to our community. Yeah. You know, um, learning different things, seriously, yeah. learning uh, trade. And, mm-hmm. and I'll say that. I think a part of the problem, too, is I always tell Republicans is the fact that you don't want to go into North, the North Minneapolis and certain yep. parts of South Minneapolis because you say, oh, those are Democrats. They're, they're not going to vote for me. Yeah, That's just bull. The one thing I, I find a lot of fault with some of the things um, Jennifer Carnahan does. But the one thing I. I, I the one thing <laughs> that I love is. Uh, He's a bit confused, everyone. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know what. Yeah, sorry. Voices are coming from something over there. <laughs> well, you know, I know Jennifer wants to uh, she she wants to, you know, she's a breath of fresh air for the Republican Party. And I think with her also being Asian-American, that, you know, helps lend to it as well. And I think, you know, under her leadership, um, she wants to try some new things. And, I, and all I have to say is, you know, you know, definitely go for it. We, we need younger people. We see younger people, you know, kind of taking leadership. That's another reason why with the CBC, I'm kind of like, you know, we have these 70 and 80 year olds still there. They need to step down. We need the younger generation yep. people with new ideas yep. to, you know, come in there. This isn't, you know, a monarchy. You know, um, we're taking over there too, apparently. No, I agree with you. I think so, yes. I, I, I agree with that in politics, period. I yes. think um, politicians, when they make a career, and I'm not saying that you should make a career out of helping people. There's, yeah. I, I think there's nothing wrong with that, but I'm like you, Pat. When, when you start spending 40, years. 50 yeah. years yeah. in one position yeah. in Washington, or for yeah. rather, rather, even if it's local yeah. politics, um, mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And you can still work on the outside. Yes. But, you know, because in the South, that's how things work. Once you got elected, you're pretty much there, you're in there. You're for the in. rest of your life. Yeah. We had Strom Thurmond, yeah. who I think was the he longest died. in South he, Carolina. He, he had well, to no, die. He, no, he, he, he retired no, I mean, died I, I, like two I mean, years later. Funny, but, I'm saying, but he was like 101, and yeah. he had been there since... Jesus uh, was a baby. Well, I know, right? Right? <laughs> but it's since 1954, and he was he left, I think, in 2001. Yeah, he was there during the Jim Crow and all that. So He was a Dixiecrat, He was a Dixiecrat, exactly. But he changed. 
and pretty much everybody. Him and black, Rob, white, Robert, Robert Byrd. You know, yeah. People like yeah. that. So, no, I, I agree with you. That's why change. I, I want to work with any Republican. They was willing that's to why Trump can me. change, too, if you believe it. No, he can't change. I'm yes, not going to sit here and why. say that. I, he, listen to me. I, I can't lie to you. I used to really like Trump. When I was a kid, I used to remember how I was a re- big wrestling fan. WWF mm-hmm. yeah, fan, yeah, wrestling yeah, fan. Yeah. And I remember how they had, I think, three uh, WrestleManias at Trump Tower, right? Mm-hmm. And then just seeing Trump on TV, you know, he, yeah. was, a, he, was, a, he was a liberal yeah. Democrat. And the things yeah. that he would say, I liked it, Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know he was this mouthy, over-opinionated dude. Um, but aren't we all? Well, but you know what? <laughs> We're not all filthy rich, though. You know what well, I'm saying? That, that, but what I'm saying is— That goes hand in hand. <laughs> well— when you have money, you can do it. True. Just like true. you can grab women. Well, yeah, well, that's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. So I, I think that I, he can change. He can change. And I hope that uh, in the next three years um, that he does uh, have a come to Jesus moment, that he says, look, I got to president everybody. Mm-hmm. I think the problem, too, for every, for a lot of presidents, it's the people that are around you. I think sure. he has the wrong people around him, not giving him— Oh, the, I would absolutely agree with that. Well, thank I mean, you. He needs to fire a lot of those. Yes, folks. because yeah. they're giving the wrong advice, because I think that yeah. one thing we could say Best about Trump enough, is yeah. he's a vessel. I think Republicans thought they were going to be able to use him in a uh, different oh, yeah. way, yeah. but he is a vessel. And he's smart enough to know that he's a business dude, and he's smart mm-hmm. enough— Enough uh, to know that. Focus, focus, grasshopper. Focus. He's, he's smart enough to know that. Uh, but uh, I, I think that uh, that if he keeps those people around, mm-hmm. then there will be no. He, he, yeah, because a lot he, of them are loyal, and you need to have people evolve. loyal. Because even Bush, even though a lot of people didn't like Bush, but you know, Bush, you know, he's a good old boy. He knew to have people that was loyal to him around him, and that's how they were able to function and get things done. And the same with, you know, Obama, the same with Clinton. And I think, though, with Trump, he's trying to kind of make all these different people happy and then listen to criticism. And and so a lot of those people that he appointed, a lot of those people were some of them were never Trumpers and, and didn't support or don't support his agenda because we see it where they're saying things contradictory to what, you know, he's been saying. And so, yeah, it's it, right. it's unfortunate. But um, but I think. People, we, we need to give him a chance because I ultimately want to see what he's going to do for the black community. I, I really don't care about anything else, really, and I I, I, because about, it's I such like a budget. big issue. And it's not I shouldn't say it like that. Like, I, I do care well, about right. America and like every, yeah, you know, because, you know, we all live here together. Of course. But there's so many we problems are with our community. And, yes, yes, there's so yes. many problems that we really need to yes. work on that. So I, and so he made promises. That's the reason why I voted for him um, is because of his uh, Gettysburg speech and Charlotte speech, um, which, you know, you can listen to on YouTube. Um, and you know, he's a different person, you know, and he made promises and I want to hold him accountable to that. But unfortunately, I'm not able to do that because our leadership isn't holding him accountable to that. The carnage stops now. <laughs> is what he's yeah, no, but you're we right, got to hold him because if he made these promises, he should be. We should be like, OK, you said this, this, this. Yep. OK, this yep. is what you need to be doing. Yeah. And, and, and that's right. not happening. But I think that it's We're busy saying never Trump. Democrats, but Democrats are doing it. But I you think know? a lot of there are other Democrats that because their hate is showing through. Yeah. Um, but I think there's also the pushback from the people that are around him that's saying, mm-hmm. you don't have to do that. You've been elected now. You can do what you well, want. Well, that's to true. Do. He's probably getting that, too. That's yeah. true. Oh, He's probably is. Every yeah. president, yeah. Every, yeah. especially yeah. the arrogant people that are around them, the chief yeah. of staff. I'm not saying the district of staff, but, you know, the people that are around them say, yeah. dude, you're the president. You can do whatever yeah. you want to do. You don't got to keep any of those promises. Yeah. And so because if you think about it, yeah. substantively, he hadn't done anything. 
you know, other than the regulations and 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 the, yeah. that was a big. Don't get me wrong. But he took action on what he could do himself. Right, but the things as that a, he hasn't done yet are the things that involve working with. But he has. But he has to like do Obama, it. Like Obama, he has, to he has both the House. Yes, but and he the has Senate. to figure it out. I don't think he knows how to because I don't yeah, think he knows he's a how to. Person, and man. I don't think. And that's and you're DC right. He is different because that's the one problem. He thinks that. What I say goes. Yeah. And in yeah. Washington yeah. and yeah. in the business world are two yeah. totally different yeah. things. Yeah. And I think that now he's seeing, oh, yeah. you're right. This isn't yeah. just a business that I can yeah. call up and say, hey, Macy's, you're going to take yeah. my daughter's clothes. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to be yeah. rid of you. You've got a yeah. lot of pushback in Washington yeah. because the Speaker of the House is more powerful than you are. So the Speaker of the House says. Oh. Well, actually, that's true. No, that's actually true that because that's how the founders set it up, where yes. the Congress is actually the stronger of the three branches. Right. And the president, he executes the, the exactly. Supreme Court. He doesn't write you know, any laws. Yeah. Or although yeah. he could, but he doesn't write yeah. laws. He's not supposed to. He's not to. supposed to anyway. But that's right. what those executive orders that's really right. are. they constitutional? Oh, they are. No doubt about it. But, you yeah. know. They're but laws. People let them. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. we're, we're, not supposed, <laughs> we're not supposed to say that, right? Yeah. 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 But no, they're, no, no, they're no doubt they are. And. Um, uh, I think the one problem can, uh, uh, continues to exist is the fact that um, his business acumen isn't transferred over yet. And again, I'm, 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 I don't like him, and I don't like his administration so far. But I'm still waiting to see because, again, yeah. as a He's, proud Black American, mm -hmm. I do know that if he fails, we are, I we're fail. Gonna, yeah, we're, yeah, we yeah, all yeah, fail. Yeah, and and, yeah. and I'm not rooting for Trump to fail. I'm rooting for Trump to do better yeah. and, and 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 get with it because again, well, talk to our leadership. They're the ones that some, we need to talk to our leadership. The, Republicans and Democrats need to be holding well, speeches. Yeah, oh yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. That's mm -hmm. why I say Jennifer Carnahan, don't. Carry the water for because I seen Jennifer Carhan and and and, and uh, Ken Martin on Al Almanac. I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but I seen them on Almanac together. Yeah. And first of all, it was great. But I like the fact of what he was saying. Look, it's okay to want to make Minnesota red, but then let's mm -hmm. deal with some with, deal with some harsh realities yeah. of that. Yes. And I think um, you, it, it, right now she has that Pollyannish look on her face well, and, and, and about and her. And that's okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But again, when are you going to sit down and let's deal with some realities? Again, I'm willing to work with her. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not uh, the biggest yeah. community activist in North or South yeah. Minneapolis, but I'm saying I'm willing to work with you because I think that's important because black folks and brown folks are tired of Democrats too. Yeah. They're just a tired right. of Democrats. They're yeah. tired of the manipulation. They just don't go vote. That's shows, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But they're going to go vote for us because they say, hey, I know him. I know her. Yeah. I know what their, his or her interest is concerning me and my family. Yeah. And I don't know that when it comes to Republicans. Yeah. Or what they've heard is negative. And so right. they're like, well, they're the least likely to hurt me. So I'm going to vote for the Democrats, even though the Democrats really haven't been doing anything for, you know, black people over the you know, past 30, 40 years. <laughs> well, I, yeah, they haven't. Okay. Well, no, because you okay. look at the cities, look at all the cities that are Democrat run. But they're blacks live. Yeah. Well, look the, at it. Most of them have Republican governors. But why aren't they working with the with the Republicans? That's why? what they have to so do. The governor, That's what they have to the, do. The governor would sit idly by and let Chicago go to hell. Because of just to make an example well, on a because, point of that yeah, Democratic and unfortunately, mayor, that's, um, yes, that happens, well, and unfortunately, that's, that's wrong. And that's then he wrong. bear exactly; yes. he should bear a lot of the responsibility. Well, as well. I, I, I would he say yes, she, you're, you're, yes, he or she. Yep, you're right, but that's not how politics works. Politics works. I'm going to work for right. the people who elected me. Yeah. And so Republicans don't work for African Americans generally because we don't vote for them in large numbers like we do with the Democrats. So that's why I put a lot of the onus on the Democratic Party because. We as African Americans, we vote for Democrats ninety plus percent. Yeah, you, yeah, they own the black community's vote. 
And so the black community, what we need to do is we can all vote as a block. That's fine, even though I think that's kind of crazy. We need to be in both parties. So no matter who's there, our message gets, you know, um, gets discussed and moves forward because that's how other communities do. Because look at the Latinos, for instance. You know, you could say Trump talked about them like a dog, which I don't think is true. Yes, but let's did. say that is. OK. OK, let's go with that. But you know what? They're in there negotiating with uh, with Trump and Pence. They're in there working and making deals because their goal is to be the well, they are already the number one minority group. And they're their goal is to to take over. But yet our black, you know, our black leadership is out there talking about DACA and talking about all this immigration. No, you need to be in there fighting and advocating for your constituency, one, which could include Latinos and all. But as an African-American, you need to be focusing on your community and doing what needs to be done for the black community. And I don't see them doing that. Is this thing on? It is. Is this thing on? Pat, when Democrats care about all black Brown, pink, and purple. I understand and that, you're but that's right. not how but politics you, works. But you're right. Black folks are too concerned with other people well, that's right. other than ourselves. That's right. And, and, and sometimes to our own detriment. That's you're absolutely right. right. And so I, I, I'm being funny. And it's not that I don't like no, other communities. No, 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 I love other course, communities. I love not. immigrants. No, no, no. That's great. I, I, but I, the illegal ones with, with MS-13 and all, those people have been killing black folks. No, Talk to people out in California I'll where they've that, been targeting black males. I'll make that pretty clear. No, Pat, yeah. there's no bigotry and racism in you. Yeah. No, no, no. no. The, the, that's what I said about the, the one thing that I really love about you and respect is you love yes, your community. That's, you love yourself. And that's what the thing that about And so Patwin yes. is, is, is a staunch advocate for the goodness yes. of black Americans. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so that's what I truly respect about you. And so Because if we build up our community wrong. being kind of in the last place in America, if we build it up, America itself will lift up even more. You're, you're so if we, right. you know, that's why we should, you know, really focus on that. But I think it comes to, you know, thinking about ourselves internally, learning to love ourselves, thinking about the black family, thinking of black black men marrying black women. Yeah, I, I said it, you know, and, and you're focusing on our that. family. There's nothing wrong no, with No, no, there's nothing wrong with No, we because need to be focusing it. on that. White Instead folks of are going complaining about the yep. Anglo, I, I can't, I always mispronounce, Anglo, yep. how do you say that? Ang- Anglo-Saxon. Oh, Anglo-Saxon yes. bloodlines. And but, so they're yeah. always worried about losing how... Yeah, they're, they're, that's behind a lot of this stuff that's going on. They have yes. a genuine concern about... Yep. Uh, the uh, white race, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, but we do know that uh, our census says 2021 that yeah. this country's getting more browner. That's right. There's no doubt about yeah. that either. But I think, so you're right. I think, um, I don't want to sound like a, I, I don't care because no, I'm yeah. not a racist. I think blacks need to procreate yes. together. That's Whites right. Whites need to procreate together. That's right. Absolutely. To, to enrich your own communities yes. and your own well, preservation. Right. So there's that's nothing right. wrong with that. And we can work together and as we can, allies. And you don't have to be, you're absolutely right, yes. Pat. And that doesn't make you racist. That's right. See, it, I think the problem is we're, we're too hyper, over hyper about racism, yeah. about that's right. culture. That's right. And, and so the wrong person, when the wrong person says, I want to see my white people grow, it's you know it's the David Dukes of the world. That yeah, says yeah, it. So yeah, you so yeah, we tend right, to true. we don't want to hear that. Yeah. But if the if if a, if a Joe blows just sitting here with this and says that, then you can respect that. I would say I yeah, res- I, I no respect the fact that. that you want to see you, the white race. The problem grow. I have with this thinking you're superior or better. There that's is, the problem. There, that's and the that's problem. exactly the yes. point, bro. Yeah. We we can I can respect the fact that you want to see your race grow, and you yeah. should. That's yeah. dumb if you yeah. don't want to. Yeah. But like you say, when you pick up a superior a superiority attitude about your race. Then that's, the then that's my problem, yeah. and I think that that's where uh, th- that's what a problem is created. Yeah. I think that that's ex- I think that's exactly what a problem is created at. Yeah, yeah, so, no doubt about it. 
There we go. Yeah. So hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully, I think things will turn around, and you know, uh, with Trump, Trump will be more active and 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 trying to you know reach out to you know the black community, and then also our leadership in the community will do things that uh, will help bridge that gap because you know we as the citizens of the community we're the ones that you know are going to suffer, and so that's why we need to be on the good foot about this. No doubt about it, Patwin. As always, you're a great co-host, and we always have a great show. And I can't wait to next week to have an hour dedicated to yes. nothing but me, you, and the fans. So we can cuss out some callers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> or get cussed out in between. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another post-show podcast. I'm Jamar Nelson, your co-host. And I'm Pat Wynn Lawrence. Thank you, everybody. And tune in to us next week, and, 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 and stay and safe. Our podcast. A podcast, no doubt about it. Make sure you check to the podcast tonight. Stan is extremely great at getting that right up. So, ladies and gentlemen, go listen to it. Bye. Bye. Shaking your head. <laughs> <laughs> so Sometimes I just get away. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Black Welcome Back Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk, Twin Cities News Talk.com. I'm Jamar Nelson. I'm Patwin Lawrence. Over there bobbing his head. <laughs> wow. Listen to that. Um, well, this is a podcast form of uh, Black Republican, Black Democrat. Thanks for listening uh, later when you listen. Yes. <laughs> anyway, right? <laughs> Thanks Thank for you. continuing to watch. And uh, uh, let, 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 let me do this because I, I think every week, it goes by without saying, and I just want to acknowledge the fact that uh, our, our producer, Stan Pagel, is seriously one of the best producers in town and um, spends hours, at least 13, 14 hours a day every Saturday in here, making sure that every show that he produces runs right. And uh, for the for a year now, he's uh, been with me, been my uh, right-hand man, and I certainly appreciate it. So I just wanted to let that not go unsaid that we appreciate Stan and all that he does. So. Appreciate you, Thank Stan. Back to what we were saying, anyway. Um, There's more going on in the world. There is more going on in the world. <laughs> the, yeah, M-O-O-R-E, right? Yeah. Uh, now, I look, again, I just think that uh, it, it, it's, it's inconceivable to think that um, how two-faced Trump is uh, or how he true. sticks okay. his finger in and, and, and decides to go with whatever way the wind is blowing up, whatever. No, that's not. Topic. He's actually doing his campaign promises. Actually, CNN admitted that. Talking about fake news, CNN admitted that, oh, my gosh, Trump is keeping his promises. You, Especially after the Jerusalem where he uh, said Jerusalem is, uh, you know, acknowledged it as the capital of Israel. Which was and they, a mistake. Well, no, I, I, I'm in fully agreement with that. So. No, it's a mistake. It's, it's, it's been a reason that America hasn't gotten involved and Even though under Clinton, this was, you know, passed by a bipartisan Congress and also by the presidents as well. They just hadn't acted on it. And Trump did. And Trump said during the campaign that he was going to do it, even just like Obama and, and Bush and Clinton, you know, also said they would do it. But they never did. No, because they knew Trump better. did it. They, they, they actually knew better. They knew that. But that I, support, they knew I mean, I support Israel, especially as a Christian. You know, I, for me, I see this as part of biblical prophecy. So well, I, that's how I look at it. But I, I mean, Netanyahu, I support the state of Israel. Well, you think Netanyahu is some saint now? Well, no, he's not a saint, but um, he's I an opportunist is, is what he is. He's an opportunist. Well, I, I don't, and he's I happy that Trump is in office because yeah. now he has, as Hillary Clinton says, a puppet. Now every foreign government knows that they have a uh, a puppet in office well, and can manipulate the, this. Now it, you sound like the white nationalists because that's oh, what they say. Oh, Lord have mercy. Here's, the here's, white nationalists are anti-Jew, anti-Semitic. Here's what kills me, though. 
You talk about China throughout your campaign, mm-hmm. and you talk about China now as president. Yeah. Yet they're the biggest threat to us. Y- yeah. Yet you go, you go to them and ask to borrow billions and yeah. trillions more money mm-hmm. to try to do this tax deal. Mm-hmm. So you, you you can't talk about how bad they are and how what currency manipulators they are. Yeah. And then you turn around and say. Uh, well, they haven't can I borrow that. some money? But and the Clintons gave them all of our you, you nuclear can't, secrets. Pat, and, and then this is a dude. That was, this is a guy that said he was going to do things differently. Yeah. So now you, you talk about them. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me understand this. That's, that's, you talk about your, your your cousin behind his back, but then you go to the club <laughs> with them. No. No. If it's all about. It's all art of the deal. If if you're going to make America great again, as he says. Yes. Now, part of that is not saddling us with more debt. Well, I, well, I would agree with that. Republicans kill me when they say that they, they, they're for smaller government. I've never met a Republican that doesn't like to blow up. And you know the, what? You're absolutely right. On yes. That. You're absolutely you. right. It works with both Democrats and Well, Republicans. we're not talking about Democrats because we know Democrats. Uh, yeah, big government. I, we, we, yes. But we, the Republicans, they're about government. big government, too. We believe in government. And so they say they aren't, but they are. They absolutely. I haven't met a Republican that isn't. You know, they, again, well, they talk to they talk Paul, good talk. But, but then, listen, he's not really a Republican. He's a libertarian. And then I want to see him. <laughs> and I, but then I'd see him when I when I listen to um, him want to take out the 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 mandate for Obamacare. Yeah. And I hear him. Uh, that's to me. Uh, you know that there are poor Americans that need that and rely on that. So that to me is not very libertarian and like. But then not putting in well, they believe, a substantive but, answer to well, what no, you do. Well, because they believe to, that the free market can create the solutions. But we've by seen what the free market does. That's why we're in the damn jam. Well, we're so in now. we're gonna have socialized medicine like you know. Uh, Great Britain and Canada, it's where they working. come to the U.S., but they, those folks come to the U.S. to get major things. They have people over there that are dying. We got people here dying. Well, that's too. true. We do too. But our system was far better than what those countries have. Look, I but think if I, we want to go that way, hey, I think the only thing that I, I don't—we we'll all go down on the ship together. I disagree. The Titanic. <laughs> oh God, no. I'll play the violin. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm getting off now. I, there's a few things that I disagree with uh, um, Governor Governor Dayton with. Okay. Uh, number one, you know, like the gas tax, stupid things like that, raising property taxes, things mm-hmm. of that nature, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, uh, um, when you <clears throat> and then you made me lose my train of thought, Pat. About Governor Dayton. Uh, I, I know my point of bringing him up. <laughs> I lost my train. I just flat but out. He has way more money than we do. I just flat out <laughs> lost my train of thought. Oh no, I'm sorry. What 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 I think he did wrong was, um, I think Minnesota actually was a model for mm-hmm. healthcare in the, in 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 this country or in in the states here. Okay. And I think that, um, he was trying to toe the party line. He was trying to do the right thing. And I think he was. I think that he wanted to help uh, Minnesotans, and that's why he accepted the exchange. But. I used to argue with Republicans who, and you can't argue with facts, okay? You just can't sure. argue with facts. And I had I had some Republicans when sit, they're real facts. When they're, thank you. There, there, there it is. When, Pat, they're, when they're real facts, not made up, not someone else's. When yeah. they're real facts, right? Mm-hmm. And I had a few Republicans send me over what our health care looked like here in Minnesota. True, mm-hmm. there are always people that you know slip through the, the cracks, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, it's not a great system. Mm-hmm. But when I looked at what we had here, we truthfully we were doing probably and especially in our triad state area mm-hmm. we probably were were steps ahead light years yeah. ahead of any other state that yeah, was around us that. right yeah. and so I, I think that he messed up accepting the exchange but I don't blame him because I think he wanted to help more Minnesotans and I think that that's I think that was a problem with President Obama you know he came in with. Um, with the the, the uh, stimulus package, I think it was too small, but I think he should have gave it to states who knew better mm-hmm. how to help their citizens with that monies. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, you look at some states and you look at the debt that they're mired in. It's mm-hmm. like, well, then do I give more money to a place like uh, Illinois mm-hmm. or, you know, who 
aren't ready, who's already not but taking care of their people. why are they forcing people to do the health care? That's the thing. Why do they well, I think because one of the... And they're charging, for, like, folks having to pay a penalty for it. And then what? Well, because you, you go into the emergency room, business? you go into the emergency what? room, you use the emergency room as your primary clinic. Mm -hmm. You and I and, and, and people mm -hmm. like that are paying for that. And yeah. so he's saying, look, we're not, you need to get off the dole, okay? Mm -hmm. And so you go get a doctor. I know it's not it's yeah. not easy and cheap, yeah. Yeah. but here's a way that we can make it somewhat. Mm -hmm. And I think that we got that's where we got swept in the weeds. Of. I think when we said the word affordable care, yeah. it was too broad. Okay, people well, those are just words free. to just trick the people. Well, pe well, it's it's, it's a, usually it's the a opposite. Nice, it's unaffordable. It's a nice marketing. <laughs> it's a nice marketing yeah. tool, right? Yeah, um, exactly. Some of it, we know that it's uh, some of it is unaffordable. Yeah, let's just be real. Mm -hmm. But we do know that it's helped many mm -hmm. more Americans than they were. And ultimately, that's why I think. Ultimately, you know, all the jokes and all aside, I think ultimately that's why Trump ended up winning in, uh, in last year. Is because remember in was September, October, well, e even August time frame, and then people were getting those bills where their rates were increasing um, in terms of around you know health care. I think ultimately that's what did it. Right. More so well, than anything else. I think that's ultimately what did it. People saw that and then saw how Trump and the Republicans were speaking against that. And I think ultimately that's what really, really helped, despite well, all everything else going on. I well, think that's what did it. I, you know, I hear a lot of people saying that they want to change. And, and to me, again, I bring this up all the time. There's a there's a there's a reason why there hadn't been up until the election of Trump, a businessman, trans businessman yep. or woman transfer yep. over into yep. Uh, uh, the White House, and yeah. I, it's not working out well now. I think people could talk about the stock market. We can. The yeah. stock market is doing great. Yeah. It started under Obama, and it's continued to go up. Yeah, because but, of Trump. But yes. I think what we miss, though, is that that's not that doesn't reflect on how real Americans are doing. Yes, and I agree with that. Yes. Amer we know under yes. Obama and under Trump, richer getting the rich are getting richer. They're, they're fine. Well, that's compound interest. So but, that's but, always. But I'm saying happen. they're fine, and yeah. we also know that uh, um, that. Those CEOs mm -hmm. that said that, hey, you give us this money, mm -hmm. we're going to turn around and give the stock back to our shareholders. We're not going to mm -hmm. give it to uh, uh, the, the people. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we can't ignore things well, like see, that. Well, see, that's why I told, like I told our guests last week when they were when we were talking about, you know, the whole tax cuts and, and job creation and all of that. Uh, you know, and they said, well, you know, there's racism out there and that's why people aren't <laughs> yeah. getting hired and we're not going to be, you know, as African-Americans, we aren't going to be participating. That's where there needs to be a two-prong assistance. So, yes, you cut taxes, you cut, you, you cut taxes, let people keep their money, then also help to stimulate the economy you cut spending that needs to happen you cut entitlements um so the debt doesn't balloon right and then right. on the other end that's where you need people to say well hey let's look at equity let's look at making sure that you know in terms of hiring especially here in the state of minnesota you know i know a lot about that because you know african-americans and other people of color don't get hired right that's here. true and that's true. when you look at you know contracting you know and the state they really didn't want to look at that and i know what they, when i was on the council that's one of the big things that we pushed in terms of our legislation. Um, and then we also had a press conference with the heads of the NAACP here where we were calling for an audit of state government to audit to see the hiring. And the way that they do hiring now, they do it in these groupings where it's like minorities, which, you know, what does that mean? Right. right. Um, and then even contracting like around the stadium was a whole big issue because yes, I know I called around to try to find out what the real numbers are because they didn't even keep numbers in terms of like race and gender. The right. way they did it was about hours. Ah. And, you know, and that's how you can hide 
yes, things. That's absolutely. how things are hidden. Absolutely. What needs to happen is it needs to be broken down, black male, black female, yep. white male, white female, Latino male, Latino female, so on and so forth. For sure. So we can see the numbers, and it's not so we can say, oh, we got you now, we're going to get you. It's so that we can see where the disparities are and look at ways that we can get those numbers up. That's what needs to happen. You make a lot of sense, Patwin, and that's why that's why you're the co-host. You, you, you tend but to make a lot of sense. But that's how you work together. No. So Absolutely. it doesn't have to be this back and forth Republican Democrat. That's how both team we can work together to get America where it needs to be. No doubt about it, and not with the help of Donald Trump. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with more Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. Welcome back to Twin Cities News Talk, TwinCitiesNews.com. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence. Can you, do you know who that group is? It is, um, is it In Vogue? It is yeah. In Vogue. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> Patwin, I'm telling you, hey, after a while. I've answered this many times. After a while, we're having really hip around here, right? <laughs> he be wearing afro and, uh, and bell bottoms and, you know, and a couple of gold and, chains. Uh, that's what the Dems are never going to get either. <laughs> the never going to get it. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm gonna find a new producer. <laughs> I'm finding the good num- luck. Do hey, while we got Facebook Live, is there any producers? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's saying even better. Is there any black producers? <laughs> Pat, when you're supposed to laugh. No, that that's no. He's doing a great job. Oh, he's doing a great job. <laughs> he, he, Stan is my man. Stan is the man. Uh, welcome back. Uh, no, I, Pat, look, no, no doubt about it that I, I, I think that if we continue to, uh, ignore, uh, the fact that we, we, I think with, with, because we're too afraid to say, uh, there's not enough, uh, blacks, mm-hmm. um, being afforded opportunities mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. i think republicans are afraid to say that too because they don't want to be ostracized or they're yeah. afraid if they say it the wrong way mm-hmm. it'll be looked at yeah, differently absolutely. which is true but i think that we have to and a lot of them support it because when we were at the legislature we got a lot of support from the republican republican uh, legislators uh, but unfortunately it was our black legislators that were just like you know mm. really? <laughs> so but i'm gonna leave that alone i'm gonna leave that alone they're not here maybe we'll get them on the show and we can all have a big power while about that absolutely but uh yeah but you know and so that's what really spurred me then to you know run you know last year so that's something that needs to be looked at and both sides understand that because you know we have in the black community we have um, such an untapped re- human resource yes. there yes. that if people could tap into that businesses already existing you know around you know the community can tap into let's say north minneapolis and other areas right. to help um, build those areas and now there's a major concern with jacob fry because you know he's in that pockets of the developers and so if we have this gentrification we know that gentrification you know it pushes out you know black and brown people and, and poor people basically because poor whites are affected um, as well and so we need to be on the watch out for that because what could happen is north minneapolis could be gentrified and push people out especially renters too where where, what are they going to do yes they're going to push people out to brooklyn center brooklyn park and those are already you know you know uh are are being gentrified and and you know are building up and so you're going to push people further out so you have to look at ways of doing this fairly because those you know and this also happened in atlanta that you know they just had their big uh mayoral race where you know, uh, Keisha Bottoms. You know, we got a Keisha. Yeah. Keisha. <laughs> Even if you're named Keisha or Latoya, 
because there's Latoya in what uh, uh, New Orleans, and I'm married to Latoya. Yeah, see, uh. see. So yeah, so it doesn't matter your name, you know. So we should tell employers that um, <laughs> when they look true. at resumes, right? Right. Um, but you know. It, that came in a factor because, you know, there are a lot of areas that are depressed in Atlanta and it seems like black uh, leadership, they just want to keep people kind of where they are, just getting, you know, assistance from government and stuff and helping them instead of helping them to improve their situation. It seems like the Republicans, they have these ideas of, you know, improvement. But what ends up happening is people get pushed out. Yeah, and so how do you resolve that? I don't have the I don't have the answer to that. Whoever can figure that out will make a lot of money. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, it's coming to find out how can we keep these people in the neighborhood in the community but yet how can you help revitalize those communities well i think look the the the, the way you help revitalize is start with uh, some truth and yes. start with the fact that uh that racism exists start yes. with the fact that segregation ex- exists start with yeah, the fact that and, yes yeah. poor that black folks and brown folks are poor but, because of certain reasons um well that, that's true but what we have to look at what so the problem with the civil rights movement it was fantastic what they did and we stand on their shoulders but unfortunately kind of like the achilles heel of it is that they went after integration first instead of looking at economics first there it is because with integration happen, then we can, oh, we can go be with the white man. We can go and live in the white community and go to right. the white school and right. do all that. And then we were self-sufficient because we had to be. Mm-hmm. And a lot of our communities were thriving and even doing better than a lot of white communities were. And so I think that was part of the ultimate plan, if you want to talk about conspiracy theories. That was the whole thing behind the civil rights movement. Because then once we started advocating for our rights, and Martin Luther King was just getting to the place in 67, 68, looking at reparations, looking at the way that white Americans with land grants, um, you know, especially here in Minnesota, where a lot of the people that came here, that they were given land for free. There was open up, you know, the Homestead Act and, and all of that in the 1860s, coming here, giving lands. A lot of these agricultural schools were founded to help teach the people who didn't know what to do with the land, what to do with it. And blacks could not be a part of that because of uh, segregation discrimination. And so they got a head start. And so this is the only concern that really I have with Republicans is when they say, well, we really need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps and do things um, yourselves. And I absolutely agree with that. The only problem is telling us to do that now. They've already had the head start. There it is. Wait, 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 they wait, already wait. had the head See, start. That's the problem. This is that. why, this is why I problem. like that, dude, because that's you sound like me. Yeah, exactly. It, but it's the, it's you, the truth. you can have the mantra saying pick yourself up by your straps yeah. or your bootstraps. But like That's you right. said, you've already you, you you've already got the boots yeah. and the bootstrap, yeah. and you're handing us pieces of the boot yeah. or or, or, or shoestring yeah, exactly. laces. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So you're absolutely right, yeah. Pat. And yeah. and that's exactly what I want to hear more Republicans say. Look, I I, I have. Um, you know, Ann Coulter agrees with that, of all people. Does she really? Yeah, she what? she says America doesn't. She said America doesn't owe anybody anything except for African Americans. She said that. Yes, she did. What Ann Coulter yeah. said Ann that. Coulter. But I hey. think uh, JJ's been working on her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm wrong she for does. that. She does. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, she does. That's true. That's true. But no, she's absolutely right. And we're, and we're right. And until more of us are honest enough to yeah. say that, hey, listen, you are disadvantaged. And here's how we got to start there. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't want to don't want to hear of black and brown disadvantage yeah. because they say, well, look at look at look at all the opportunities you're afforded now. Yeah. Well, yeah, but sometimes you have to yeah. be educated, 
wealthy and the right skin color. Well, that's well, that's true. But then also we do hurt ourselves individually, too, and not taking, um, you know, advantage of some of those opportunities and like in terms of education, too. So there are a lot of things that we do on our own that hinder us. Um, And then the other part of it is that we're just not told to about certain things to do to know, you know, how to navigate the system, like knowing, okay, when you go to school, you're there to learn, you're there to grow, you're there to connect, because that's what school, that's what college is for. College is there to make connections. And actually somebody, you know, a very wealthy person here in Minneapolis actually told me, you know, how this whole thing works. And so with your, with your um, colleges, you know why elite families, they send their kids to the same schools, let's say Harvard, Yale, you know, Princeton, you know, uh, they send them there to connect with other families so that they're, you know, always within one or two connections with, you know, other people of their same status. And that's how you also find your spouse. A lot of people find their mate amongst their same, you know, community in school. So that's the whole sorority fraternities. That's really what the women are there for is to find a, a find an up and coming spouse. Um, but see, we're not taught. We're just taught, OK, you go to school, you just go there to learn. But then even professors are there tapping students who are successful to help move them up, giving them special training. You know, um, Dan Jones talked about this when he was at Yale. He found out after he had graduated and years later that there were students in his classes that were being called by the professor to come in for some special sessions. Sounds like Roy Moore. Grooming. Well, no, not like that. But <laughs> for special sessions, you know, grooming them for other positions where he wasn't he wasn't getting called in. And so you have kind of like these elite networks that, right. you know, that's how right. it works. But we don't know about that. In the black community, we have, you know, you join the Masons, you join a fraternity. Which I and that's Mason. how. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that's kind yep. of how things, you know, uh, how things work. And so then those people kind of get set on a certain track, whereas people who don't do that, you just kind of figuring it out. But other people, other communities, they have these tracks that they're on that ensure their success. So that's the other part. I think that we've we've got away from in our community is trade. You know, um, I think... Every child, we want uh, we want every black and brown kid, every kid, no matter what color you are, to to absolutely yes. graduate. But yes. it's hard sometimes. Let's admit, uh, I know as a young black man, it was hard for me and my parents. We grew mm-hmm. up very, very middle class. You know, my mom mm-hmm. worked at Honeywell. My dad worked at Liberty Carton. Mm-hmm. Um, they were making $14, $15 an hour before it was fashionable, right? Mm-hmm. So we grew up very middle class. But as a, as a young black and brown young man, there's superior pressure. That's a, oh, yeah. a male yes. period yes. that's pressure, that's but especially when you're living in the hood and you're uh, black and brown. Mm-hmm. The point is, so to graduate is is becomes uh, a great accomplishment, right? Yes. But I think that we forget about trade because college yeah. isn't for everybody. Families, that's you, right. either your fans can't that's afford right. it or... Yeah. You should you know, be college you, ready, you should but be, you don't need to go. Exactly. And, and we so, need trades. Those people make lots of money. Those people make not, lots of yeah. money, but we get away yeah. from it. After you graduate after you graduate from yeah. high school, yeah. it's like, that's it. Yeah. No, if you pick up a trade, you can make just as yeah. much money as yeah. you and I with the or more with the degree. And It's all part of the illusion. It's the illusion that we're given, the illusion of inclusion that yep. we're making it, yep. where if you look at the wealth numbers for, uh, you know, the black family, it's, uh, you know, $7,000, $7, and that's what the family car and everything included. Um, you know, in the white family, the middle white family is $150,000. Right. Well, here's the, here's the problem with this. We're given this illusion where we need to mimic whiteness and what what they're doing. And, you know, yes, you should, you should do well in school, high school, get into a good college. You know, hopefully it's a STEM field, or even if you're, you know, more on the liberal arts.
arts and you have a plan, you know, go and get your master's degree in something um, to, you know, become an attorney or, you know, something like that, that's, that's fine. But we need to start thinking out the stages of our life and understand where we truly are in terms of our wealth and position in the U.S. And that would really be a great help to our community to know where targeted funds should go to, how we can help improve the quality of lives, our neighborhoods, uh, and then working amongst ourselves. Because instead of going outside of our community, um, other folks look at what they're doing. They work together as a community to build. They don't want to rely on other people. They want to rely on each other. And we need to do that, especially the black community. And that's why I get on our CBC, because they're helping everybody else but their own people. So says Pat. They are helping black folks. Listen, Pat, let's, let's, uh, thank, thanks for being here. And uh, let's explain the next week we have going to dedicate the whole show to nothing but callers. Nothing but callers we to you, hear the from fans. You. So yes. make sure you call next week at 603 Black Republican Black Democrat because the whole show is going to be dedicated to you. No guests. We could have booked all the guests we wanted, but we wanted to dedicate the show to you and appreciation of you uh, listening to us and uh, accepting Pat in your home. So I want to say thank you, Pat, for being a part of yeah, today. Absolutely. Thank you, Stan. And thanks for having us in your home. I'm Jamar Nelson. And I'm Pat Lawrence. And take you out next week. This is Black Republican Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com.